The Jazz. High schools. Also, going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non sports sports wife carrying. It's the full court press with Eric Franson, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson with you here on the Full Court Press. Wow. I mean, what a week, right? I mean, the Utah Jazz announced their next head coach. Uh, we hear the crazy stuff with college football, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten. And uh, the free agency begins. Jazz start trading away some of their starters. And it wasn't just uh, Royce O'Neal. They did a big deal today with Rudy Gobert. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, we'll, we'll go through what the trade was, who was involved, all the pieces, and whether or not the Jazz are done and, and what this means, what some of the moves might mean for the future of the uh, of the franchise. So we'll get into that as well as looking at what's coming up this weekend because yeah, 4th of July weekend, there's some fun things going on. Hope you have good plans to go out and enjoy the nice weather. But uh, and the time off if you're lucky enough to get it. But before we get into what's happened today with the Utah Jazz, uh, we, we, we lined this interview up before the, the, the deal happened. Um, but uh, we want to make sure we're talking about things that are still going on in the summer. And one of the fun things to do, if you're looking for some sports to go take a part in and, and, and watch and, and uh, check out and what's going on, Northern Utah League Baseball. Uh, there's a, a lot of baseball that's still going on, and it's fun. Some of them are tied to some of these 4th of July events that are taking place in various communities. So we've got a couple of the managers of these teams that are here in studio with me now. And, uh, guys, we'll just, we'll just go clockwise. Just introduce yourselves and uh, w- which team you represent. Yeah, my name is Jackson Burbank. Uh, I run the Hiram Hornets. All right, yeah, don't be afraid of the microphone. Get right up close on to it. Okay. And then Braxton Jensen with the Providence Wolverines. And Jordan Hansen with the Smithfield Blue Sox. Ah, nice. So how many teams make up Northern Utah League Baseball? You, there's three of you here, different teams here in the community, but there's more than just that, I know. Yeah, so overall we have seven, and we have five here in Cache Valley. There's Hiram, Providence, uh, the Brigham Peaches, Logan Royals, and the Smithfield Blue Sox. I get you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Providence. Providence. Don't try to start on that end of the valley. So, um, how does this work? Because there's some teams in in Idaho too that kind of participate with what you guys aren't. Isn't that true? Yeah. So there's Pocatello, and they play at that old pro park up there, which is kind of a fun experience. And then there's a traveling team out of Rexburg called the Cutthroats. Ah. So. Nice. Do, Do they play that way? Do they play like Cutthroats? Oh, you'd have to ask these guys. We haven't played them yet. We we got a doubleheader with them tomorrow, so. Yeah, well. You haven't yeah. played them, though? Well, we have. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it's nice. They're a new team, which is good, because we're trying to grow our league, and that's part of why we're here. Um, get our name out. Let people know what's going on. 
Um, and it's hard when you start a new team. So Yeah, like, shout out to them. Driving three, four hours every Saturday for a doubleheader. I mean, that's a lot of travel and money spent on gas. I appreciate them being in the league. Good for them. So for those who aren't familiar, so we've, we've talked, there's several teams here that represent Northern Utah League, but who participates? Are these high school players, former high school players, collegiate level, just guys who grew up playing and wanted to continue to play? Uh, how can you give me a, a little bit of a breakdown of, of uh, what you know, who participates with Northern Utah League? Yeah, um, I think it a little bit of everything, honestly. So each team goes through their selection process, whether it's tryouts or um, whatnot, right? So here, in, with Hiram, anyways, we got a lot of kids from Mountain Crest. Um, some of them have gone on to play college ball, and they come back for summer, right? And that's where that this is where they get their their summer reps in is with us. Um, some guys just didn't play college ball, wanted want to keep playing with their buddies, and that's that's, that's a spot for them to play. That's same thing with us. You know, you got ex college players and that are friends, and they also have friends that still are in college. And I'm this year, I'm more relying heavy on the high school kids from Green Canyon and some Ridgeline kids. So that's just kind of how I put my team together. Yeah, and in Smithfield, um, just kind of word of mouth. Uh, we. I mean, I feel like every team has three or four guys that played college baseball. Uh, what those colleges look like is different everywhere. Uh, you go to Pocatello, they have tryouts, and I think every guy on that team plays college baseball. So, I mean, for us to have five pretty competitive teams down here in the Valleys, it's a good thing for our league. Um, but, yeah, each team just kind of gets guys from different area, whether it's their relatives or they went to school with them or kids know kids. Um, I guess we have a kid from Washington just because he came back with guys that played college baseball and want somewhere to play for the summer. So I know that the um, USU has a club baseball team. They did very well, went to the National uh, Club Baseball World Series. Um, do you get a chance to have them kind of participate with what you guys do or how do, does that – is that not really allowed? How does that potentially work? Yeah, I feel like uh, it just kind of depends on the year. Um, like one of our pitchers helps coach. Uh, so One of our assistant coaches out in Hiram that helps coach up there as well. So, so it's always just kind of putting a bug in people's ears. But it feels like this year all the kids playing for the club team were from out of state and went home. Mm. So, I mean, we, we want those kids to stay and play. But this doesn't always happen. So when, how does it work out with like the, the, the fields that you play on? Like I'm, The Blue Sox seem like they've been around for forever. And uh, I know that they've got a pretty rich tradition. Uh, but I don't, I don't know about the history of, of some of these other teams, how long they've been around, or, or where you even play. And are they on traditional fields where they've normally been, or have you had to kind of move around a little bit? Yeah, as far as I know, we've always played on Zollinger Park, and that's just where we are. And that's just a shout-out to Shaler, Shaler Gunnell, for keeping that park as best as he can for what he's got and having a field ready for us to play every day on. And that's out in Providence. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, for Smithfield, uh, this is our 127th year. 
wow. of having baseball in Smithfield. <laughs> wow. Um, so, I mean, we're pretty lucky to have tradition, but the city lets us use the field. Uh, they help take care of it. Um, everyone pretty much has their own home field, except for um, Brigham and the Cutthroats out of Idaho. And so... So, so the the Blue Sox field though that's um, that's west of of uh, that the main highway eighty nine or excuse me ninety one or is it yeah. closer to the uh, high school or where where's the Blue Sox field for those who don't know? Uh, just west of Smithfield Implement. Uh, it'd be completely different when the Temple's right there in the backdrop because it's <laughs> like right across the road. Oh, that's right. It's going to be right in that area. So yeah, it's just down at Forest Acres, right on that. Was it Highway 89, I believe? Yeah. yeah. And then for uh, for Hiram, the Hornets? Yeah, so we, we just play on that east field. There's like a little group of baseball fields out there um, right across the street from Pizza Plus. Um, same by thing. By the rodeo grounds? Yeah, right there by the rodeo grounds, exactly. So same thing, Hiram City lets us use that. Um, not sure how long Hiram's been around for. I took over out there. This is my fourth year now, so I, I don't know much about the, the history of it. I'm being honest. They're going to be going on 35 or 40 years, I'd guess. Yeah, it's been a minute. So. It's been around. Yeah, they've yeah. been around for a little while. Yeah. Uh, so when you play games, is it mostly just within the teams that are part of the Northern Utah League? Uh, do you just take turns playing each other, or do you guys go out and travel and take on other teams from other areas? Yeah, I think Smithfield plays uh, a few more like preseason games than a lot of us do. Um, so I guess he'd be able to talk more about that, Jordan. Um, but Doug Anthony, the coach for Logan, uh, he's got a lot of contacts with teams from out of state. Um, past couple years, he's got two teams out of California that have been making trips out here, and uh, uh, we've been taking turns playing them as well. So haven't, I guess most of us haven't traveled out of state really to go play teams like that besides Idaho, right, who's in in the league, but those those California teams will come up and make a trip. Yeah, and in Smithfield, we have some good relationships with teams out of Ogden and Salt Lake, so we try to play uh, the month of May against those teams, and then we start our league usually the first of June and play through the second, third week in August with our league stuff, so it uh, seems like it's getting harder and harder, though, to find adult teams that are willing to travel up to come play uh, that aren't their league games because they typically play all their stuff on Saturday. And we play pretty much every day of the week but Sunday. So. Oh, wow. Uh, that, that's a lot of games. I mean, well, like just on the days. Right. But, this, but I mean, we play 30 games in two and a half, and months. half months. Yeah. So there's wow, usually awesome. a, a game at a park every night. So for – for somebody who may be curious about attending a Northern Utah League baseball game, um, how would you kind of describe it? Is it not? It's not minor league baseball, but it's better than high school baseball. Uh, it, it's an opportunity to, to watch the game in your hometown in a local park. Is someone you know let Jackson yeah. speak to that? Um, so at least down higher. Well. Like I said, I took over not too long ago, so we're still trying to get it to grow out there in Hiram. Um, definitely not at the level as Smithfield is with getting fans out and you know having the Lions Club to support with like doing food and whatnot. Um, but I mean, this year we got a taco truck out there doing food for us. We got the 
it's called the Rolling Mug. They do root beer floats and sell freeze dried candy and stuff for fans. Um, Makes me hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we're trying to get it to grow. Um, def- definitely a step up from high school, I'd say, with, with when you're getting all these a lot of these college kids, right, or post post high school kids that are still playing. Um, but yeah, I mean, anyone's welcome to come out to them. We tr- we try getting as many fans as we can. Try making it as as fun as we can for for people to come out and enjoy a game. Cause yeah, I mean, not a lot of semi pro teams here in Utah. I guess if you get down to Salt Lake and watch the Bees or I guess the Raptors are still going kinda. But up here in the Valley, it's this is kind of top level, I guess. Yeah, no, it's competitive baseball. That's that's well played. It's not a mess when you go watch like. Everybody's got like everybody runs their team professionally, and and the game's played in a similar manner. Uh, we just don't have. I mean, Noah's got guys that are gonna go out and throw in the 90s. I mean, you're gonna see a little bit better than high school pitching. Defense is usually pretty solid, and the hitting is the best hitting in the league. Like, you go play other leagues, and and our league is definitely at the top of that. Like, so. Um, are, are you guys playing like American League rules, National League rules, designated hitcher, hitter? Everybody has to take a turn at the plate. How do you guys run that? Northern Utah League style. Yeah, I think we've decided on the American League rule stuff like that, and what we only do DH for the pitcher now. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. So that's kind of what we base ourselves off of is that kind of rule. I mean, there's a little give and take. We're not that professional, but so American League rules is what we try to go by. Okay. So for uh, I mean you're in your season right now. Uh, you started. You've been going for almost a full month. Yeah. Yeah. So um, is it um, where can people find out like when you have games or what's coming up next? Do you have like a central location website where people can check out uh, the, the schedule of games if they're curious to go check out one of your games coming up? Uh, I know Logan has. A website and a Facebook. I know the Smith. I know Blue Sox have Facebook, and we try to post upcoming stuff, day of the game. I don't know if you guys have Facebook or how you get word out. Hiram doesn't. Um, I mean, it's still kind of a thing we're working on. We we do have just like little bulletin board posted out there behind the field with our schedule on it. We've tried getting Hiram. Well, Hiram City has actually posted it. So just on Hiram City. Uh, like the Hiram City homepage, right? So it's not like the Hiram Hornets, but it's just Hiram City. They've posted it on there. Um, Providence, you guys got an Instagram page or something? Yeah, this year we tried to, what, social media? We got an Instagram page. It's just wolverines.baseball, and you can find, like, just game day announcements and kind of our schedule for the season. Oh, very cool. And, and as I mentioned earlier, I know that uh, some of you get pretty involved with Fourth of July celebrations that some of these communities do uh there are you know baseball tournaments that are part of the festivities uh and if i'm not mistaken hiram you guys normally host a a, a series the weekend of the fourth of july when hiram is uh, doing all of their festivities so they do they, they throw a party they know how to throw a party over there yeah they, they got quite a bit i mean they got the parade and all that other stuff going on um like i said we do have a double header tomorrow the big game is Fourth of July, though, we play the Blue Sox. Got the fireworks afterwards. Um, yeah, try getting, like I said, the food out there. Try getting as many people as we can. Um, there's there's typically quite a bit, so it's a lot of fun. 
That's fun. awesome. I mean, for uh, for you other guys, do you have uh, events that normally you're kind of have games tied to or, or connected to? or uh, And if so, how has that kind of worked out when you've participated in some of these games that have a lot of other things kind of going on? How does that add to the element of, of your baseball game? Yeah, so in Smithfield, um, our big nights, our opening night, our titled opening night, and that's Health Days, which is usually the second Saturday in May. Oh, yeah. Uh, the city has fireworks and booths and stuff going on at our park. Um, everyone likes to come out for fireworks, so uh, it just creates an atmosphere that a lot of a lot of kids can't get when they go. Just It's just different to come play in that kind of atmosphere. Um, like you go play the Ogden teams in their league and there's nobody there. It's wives and girlfriends. Um, so it's nice when you go to these league games here in the Valley and there are actually people there that are invested in in the community teams. Um, just having an atmosphere at the park makes it feel a little, a little more special than just like an organized softball game or something. Sure. It, it actually has like that semi-pro feel to it. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Uh, how does, um, again, we're talking about Northern Utah League baseball representatives here from the Hiram Hornets, the uh, Providence Wolverines, and the Smithfield Blue Sox. Um, it, how does, when you go through the regular season, you said you got you try to get 30 games in, uh, if, if I heard that correctly. So do you determine a league champion season to season, and how is that determined? Yeah, so we play our uh, we play everybody four times right now. That's just the way we've set it up this year. You get two home games and two road games, and then uh, that bases your seating for the tournament. And then it's typically been a play-in game for the last six and seven or five and six, whatever it's been. And then we go to best of three series. Mm. So there's two sets of best of three, and then. Yeah, you have that championship series. It's usually like Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. So, that's cool. That's fun. Uh, what uh, What does the winner get? Is there a trophy you guys pass around? Use <laughs> uh, <laughs> plaque. Yeah, don't we get like a plaque and some shirts or something like that? Yeah, normally you get a plaque that says you're the champion and uh, t-shirts. Awesome. Something for bragging rights. Yeah. yeah, you have to get Stop something. Yeah. I just want the free shirt. I guess it ain't free if I have to pay for it and stuff like that, but it's all about the apparel. Yeah, that's right. You pay for it somehow. Yeah. Uh, at least in the time on the field, but yeah. Well, that's awesome. So uh, you, there's some doubleheaders going on tomorrow in Hiram. Uh, then there's another game on Monday. Is that right? Yep. And uh, other games, uh, are you, other guys, you have games coming up this week that people can go check out? Uh, yeah, tonight we're playing Brigham in Smithfield at 7.30. It's free. Food's great. Baseball's as good. Make sure you get a lion pup. Those are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, if you haven't had a lion, lion pup. Lion pups are good. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not your average. <laughs> the best way to describe it would be it's like a corn dog, but it's homemade. But better. And it's, <laughs> it's ten times better. And you can't make them at home. They're just not the same. Uh, nice. Very nice. Very cool. Uh, and when's the next chance for people to uh, catch the Wolverines? I believe it is Tuesday in Providence. Not quite sure, though. I didn't check the schedule. <laughs> but if so, it should be in Providence. 
Good chance, though. Bottom line is that uh, if you're in these neighborhoods, swing by the ballpark. Usually those games are around, what, 7 o'clock? Is that pretty 7.30. Typical? Yep, 7.30. 7.30. And uh, if you see guys out there warming up, then uh, it's going to be a baseball game. Go check it out. It's usually pretty fun. So, uh, Are there still ways for people to, to participate or help out, or is it just kind of a call to come and check out some games? Um, I'm going to say halfway through the season it might be kind of tough, you know, to get in and play. We've kind of got rosters pretty close to set. Um, I mean, you can reach out and contact us if you're looking – for a spot there's not really any guarantees at this point but um yeah i mean i don't know about these other guys looking for for roster spots um even even if it's not playing and people yeah. just kind of want to be around the game each field or each team has the opportunity for people to help serve um i know you know just different ballparks need different things like for us in smithfield lions are always needing new members uh, people could use help running scoreboards or chasing foul balls or doing whatever like um, and that's typically just kind of how things go is people show up wanting to be a part of something and then the opportunities present themselves gotcha oh that's really cool uh, and it's a great way to if you're bored through the summer and you want to just still be a part of some athletic events going on it's a great way to do that well, guys, thanks so much for coming down. Oh, yeah, go I ahead. Have one more thing, yeah. So yeah. then you, we're doing a, a baseball clinic. Ooh. So for, for youth, figured we'd throw that out there too. Yeah, that, <laughs> um, that's kind of good you the big thing. <laughs> we wanted to <laughs> do this. take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're going to have players from each team helping out. So former college players, current college players. Um, we're going to do ages 6 to 16. Um, I think – most Facebook pages are going to have like a the link for the, the Venmo link. sign up. Yeah, yeah, that's how we're going to do it is through Venmo. Um, but it's July 21st, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., ages 6 to 16. So just going to do basic instruction with the guys, hold some competitions, have some prizes. Um, and that's in Smithfield, yeah. right? Yeah, that is in Smithfield. Smithfield. Yeah, but the whole valley, I'm trying to get out there. So Very cool. Yeah. Uh, how would you – how would you um, – Kind of assess how the game of baseball, uh, how how good it is in this area in northern Utah. I think it's very underrated, <laughs> overlooked, <laughs> um, especially because we don't have teams like Utah Valley, Dixie. Like, I, we don't. We just got a club team up here, right? We don't have a D one school that really does recruiting. Um, we get a lot of snow. We don't get. I don't think we get looked at as, as much as, you know, like a lot of those St. George teams and those guys down there. Um, but yeah, like Jordan was saying, it's, it's good baseball. You, you see a lot of good, a lot of good players coming out of here. So, well guys, thanks for coming down. Best of luck uh, for the events going on this weekend with the, the, uh, the holiday and your tournaments taking place and good luck on the, uh, the clinic coming up July 21st, you said. Yep. July 21st at uh, the Smithfield Blue Sox field there at Forrester Acres. Uh, for kids 6 to 16, so a very cool opportunity to learn from some really talented baseball players. So uh, thanks for coming down, and, but, and good luck, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks. for having us. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. All right, that's Northern Utah League baseball uh, teams uh, all over the place, really, but in a lot of our local communities playing baseball on almost any given night of the week. You can go check it out. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it's free to go watch, and usually there's really good food too, so – Go check it out to fill your summer with some 
uh, live baseball in our own community. So uh, we're going to take a time out here in the full court press. When we come back, we'll get into some of the news of the day with uh, the latest with conference realignment, Utah Jazz, other NBA trades. We'll try to break it down. Coming up next here on the full court press. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and the Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence and a beautiful new office complex at 2245 North, 400 East, North Logan, just south of the Cash Valley Hospital. The entire staff and doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art facility. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North, 400 East, North Logan. Go to CashValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. How many years has it been since you were married? One year? Ten years? Longer? This is Jarek from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. No matter how many years it's been, you always remember just how you felt. Show her you love her all over again with something special from Jarek's. We can help you surprise her or bring her in and you can pick it out together. Maybe it's restyling the old ring or upgrading to a larger diamond that she just may have hinted about. No matter how many years it's been, let us help make it special on your anniversary. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Grantham Automotive Repair knows how busy you are. I'm like the busiest person alive. We know there's never enough time in your day. I make instant oatmeal in the microwave. We know it's not always convenient to get your car fixed, so we will come to you. Introducing Grantham Automotive with over 10 years experience. Our master ASE technician is licensed and insured and headed your way. Book your service appointment by calling 435-229-4345. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. And I do think Draymond knows the end is near. That's why he's really kind of dedicated a lot of his uh, time to being in the media. And that's fine. But I think for him to be out there thinking that he's something that he's not, that's really damaging to the Golden State Warriors. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Here's some good news. Beehive Pub and Grill just unveiled their new summer of Beehive menu. If you know Beehive, you know they have some pretty amazing dishes. Looking for a meal with protein? Try the Blackened Chicken Power Bowl or the Korean Steak Tacos. Want something lighter? Try the Thai Peanut Slaw or Summer Berry Salad. Place to-go orders online through their website. Open 11 to 8.30 p.m. weekdays and 11 to 9 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Beehive Pub and Grill in Logan. This is Ryan at My Mattress. The 4th of July sale starts today. Every American-made mattress in our store is discounted to the lowest price of the year. How many mattresses in our store are American-made? All of them. That's right, American-made beds only at My Mattress. We do have two imported beds to show you how poorly they're made. Mattresses made in America that are less expensive is a win for everybody. No interest financing available in the store. Come in for the 4th of July sale right now, only at My Mattress. Who do you turn to if you want to change out your wood or pallet stove? Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They were voted the gold medalist for Best of Northern Utah for the second year in a row in the fireplace retrofit category. Be ready when the government's next wood and pellet replacement incentives pop up. Advanced Fireplace can help you navigate the paperwork. For more information, call Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online, advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Appreciate the guys from the Northern Utah League stopping by. It's always fun highlighting local sports, local teams, local events like that. Appreciate their time. I know that some of those guys have a busy weekend with a bunch of games going on, but uh, it's fun. Um, I have seen these games going on. I've watched some of them and uh, just looking for casual sports viewing this time of the year. Not a whole lot of options, but uh, they won't let you down. It's fun. It's, it's good competition with the Northern Utah, Northern Utah League Baseball. Uh, before we continue, though, just got to get this in. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, friends of the program, and they're now open on Sundays at 695 North Main in Logan. They're quick, clean, and easy, just how it should be when it comes to an oil change. So stop in today. So, um, yeah, the big news of the day, getting to uh, what's going on with the Utah Jazz. Now, we saw some movements yesterday ahead of free agency that were kind of curious and trying to read between the lines as to what the Jazz were thinking and where they might go. Uh, They don't extend an offer to Trent Forrest. They don't to Eric Paschal. Um, Daniel House and Juancho Hernan Gomez, those guys were kind of newer additions, so it's a, kind of have to remove them from this equation. Then they trade Royce O'Neal. Those three players there, Royce, Trent, and Eric, were close friends to Donovan Mitchell. They're gone. And so it was interesting to see that the Jazz were eliminating some of these guys who are part of the camp Donovan Mitchell. (laughs) And then today they trade away Rudy Gobert. So um, interesting moves by the Utah Jazz. In one hand, signaling that, look, Donovan, this isn't your team. You're not going to have a group that's just all all on your side. And then they trade away Rudy Gobert. Now, part of it may have just been flat out, look, we got to we got to make roster room because we have a star that we're going to move. And in exchange for that star and his salary, we're going to get multiple players back. And that's probably the more likely scenario which took place. But it does seem like there may have been something a little extra of a message that was being sent in the moves leading up to free agency. And I don't think they're done by any means. Certainly when you look at those who follow the Jazz very closely, they are all admitting that the Jazz are not done. So getting to your texts on our Full Court Press text line, your reactions to the trade today. um, And and before I get to your reactions, for those who may have missed the details of it, Utah traded Rudy Gobert and in exchange get Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Leandro Bolmaro, and the, uh, the the pick in their draft this year, Walker Kessler, plus the 2023 unprotected first-round pick, 25 and 27 unprotected first-round picks, and the 29 top-five protected picks. So it was a haul for the Utah Jazz in exchange for Rudy Gobert. Now, does this trade match what we had heard earlier in this season 
in this offseason about what the Jazz wanted in return. Because we had heard the Jazz want a star, a good up-and-coming player, um, and uh, future picks. Did they get a star in this deal? No. Do they get some help on their perimeter? Yes. They got young. Uh, Patrick Beverly definitely brings the average down. But they got some interesting young up-and-coming prospects. They do, they do need more, more spots filled, however. So this is an intriguing deal. I don't know that the Jazz got better in the short term but maybe in the long term. So we'll explore that. But first, I want to get to your texts, 435-339-0321, uh, 5338 weighing in. Did the Jazz just trade their best player to a team in their own division? How stupid is that? First a bad coaching hire, now a bad trade. The BYU clods, excuse me, the B-U-Y clods strike again. Okay. Uh, 9315, how does it affect Utah and BYU in conference realignment? Um, a lot. Uh, it's another topic we'll get to a little bit later on. But first with the Jazz, look, I I had kind of gotten the sense that, that Will Hardy had sold the Jazz front office on a plan that would make it work for Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Now, clearly that's not been the case. His plan involved moving Rudy Gobert. But now you've got... Um, you don't have that elite rim protector, durable player, great in the pick and roll, but has a limited offensive game. In exchange, you get uh, the the 22nd draft pick this year, seven foot one, 245 pound center and Walker Kessler from Auburn. Uh, Utah also has you know their undrafted guys like Kofi Coburn who is a big center in the middle from Illinois. Uh, but what they do get is some other scoring and uh, position players that could help them out. Uh, Patrick Beverly is certainly the name that most people would probably recognize as a, a, a the NBA's perennial gnat, chief <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> instigator, Probably second only to um, Draymond Green. Uh, you, you can you can claim that they are cut from the same cloth. But uh, Patrick Beverly is a dog defensively. Uh, he'll get after it. I, I think that he takes some of the pressure off of Donovan Mitchell on the perimeter or or guarding other guards. But still, I mean, he's not big. He's only six foot one. But he's he doesn't back down from having to guard bigger players. Malik Beasley is intriguing. He's an up-and-coming young star. Now, this last year, he only averaged 12 points a game. In the two seasons previous, he averaged 20 and uh, about the same, 19.6. In the 19-20 season, uh, he averaged 20 points. And in the 2021 season, he averaged 19.6. After he's been in the league for six years, it was improving. Part he was originally taken uh, by Denver and was traded to Minnesota, along with Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, but Beasley was progressively getting better and was becoming a pretty impact player. But then this last year suffered a bit because of the uh, the growth and impact of Anthony Daniels. But 
Uh, six foot four, hundred eighty-seven pounds from Malik Beasley, only twenty-five years old. Uh, speaking of Jared Vanderbilt, this is a power forward, twenty-three years old, been in the league uh, four years, but he's a developing player who uh, really is starting to come out uh, and to show out a little bit more. Averaged six point nine points a game, eight and a half rebounds, one point three assists. Six foot nine, two hundred fourteen pounds. Uh, Leandro Balmero, uh, rookie year this last season, really didn't play much at all. Twenty-one years old, six foot six, shooting guard. Um, yeah, one and a half points per game. He just didn't really play. And then we don't really know about Walker Kessler, but uh, he was, um, you know, a, a good center for Auburn. But um, without Rudy Gobert, it's going to be center by committee for the Utah Jazz. And uh, they feel like. Udoku Azubuke is ready to take that next step or just going to be rotating a lot of these different guys through. But probably the the underrated, really good aspect of this deal is all the draft picks Utah acquired within the last 24 hours. They got the deal with Royce O'Neal with Brooklyn, and that is the lesser of the Brooklyn, Houston, or Philadelphia first-round pick next season. But what they get out of Minnesota is an unprotected first-round pick in 23, 25, and 27. The 2029 pick is protected, top five, but those could turn into some really interesting picks for the Utah Jazz. So Utah has three first-round picks next year. They have their own. The lesser of the Brooklyn, Houston, Philadelphia first because of the Royce O'Neal trade and an unprotected first from Minnesota. So, uh, but however, they don't have a, a selection at all in the first round in 2024. They'll have two first round picks in 25, two first round picks in 27, and two first round picks in 29 with uh, their own first round picks supplementing those in 26 and 28. So Utah could easily use this new draft capital to make more moves. And Tony Jones with The Athletic, who's been following this very closely and has been on the front lines of breaking some of these stories over the last few days, uh, multiple times today has, has put on social media, the Jazz aren't finished. I can't tell you who is specifically next, but it's clear that the Jazz are not done. Could they be in play to get a more experienced center now that they have lost Rudy Gobert? Somebody who has a little bit more of an offensive game. Somebody who maybe isn't happy with his current situation. Could it be DeAndre Ayton? What would they have to give up to get Ayton in return? Or what other centers may be out there? But I think it's pretty clear the Utah Jazz are not done. Another quick timeout. We'll continue to break it down and uh, try to make sense of some of the other news of the day of uh, where else could they go. Uh, Plus, more on Will Hardy. Um, I I know that there may be some that are a little unsure. He's young, maybe unproven in their minds. But uh, David Locke, play-by-play voice of the Utah Jazz, recently on his podcast, shed some additional light on Will Hardy, who he is, what his background is, and who what people are saying about him. Uh, Grantham Mobile Automotive Repair is on the go. They're ready to get your car repair tackled quickly. 
They're locally owned and operated, so you know you got a friend, a neighbor who you can trust who's going to help get your car going again. So give them a call if you've got an issue while you're out on the road or just in your driveway. They'll come to you, 435-229-4345. This radio station is proud to provide a patriotic soundtrack to this year's fireworks shows. From Logan's Willow Park, July 2nd. From your own backyard celebrations, July 3rd. And Lewiston and Hiram on July 4th. Each evening at 10, tune into this radio station for patriotic music and messages as we celebrate the United States of America. Special thanks to these businesses for sponsoring this year's soundtrack. Anderson Seed and Garden. Visit Anderson's for sprays, plants, and trees. And call Logan Extermination to let their pros do the yard maintenance for you. Presto Products, a Reynolds consumer company in Lewiston, offers creative options for time off. Go to ReynoldsConsumerProducts.com and click on Careers. Second Sun Solar, gold medal winner for Best Solar Company. Right now, get a free battery backup, zero down and zero interest. Let us join together to salute the red, white, and blue and cheer the hopes and dreams that is America. Tune in to this radio station July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at 10 p.m. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you're looking for small and simple or have a grander idea, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the natural decor of the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner will work personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. The Riverwoods Conference Center, where your happily ever after begins. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 750- This is Gene Needham of S.E. Needham Jewelers. If you are in the market for a diamond engagement ring, I would like to personally invite you to visit our store. With our beautiful selection of rings and broad diversity in style, you are sure to find a ring you'll love. You'll enjoy our quiet atmosphere as you view our beautiful selection of diamonds. We grade each diamond twice in order to assure exactness in the diamonds we present. Shop and compare, and then come to the Diamond Engagement Ring Store, where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is the hell with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Mountain West Motor is Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership. Located at 615 North Main. Great selection of trucks and SUVs, which have all been specially customized for your next adventure. Go check them out, 615 North Main in Logan, or online, mwmotor.com. Okay, so, yeah, the big trade today in the NBA for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Rudy Gobert to Minnesota. And Carl Anthony Towns at midnight agreed on a four-year, $224 million Supermax extension. So they've got two seven-footers on their roster that have $200 million 
on their contracts. That's some expensive lumber in Minnesota. Uh, in exchange, Utah gets uh, a young, reportedly elite rim protector in Walker Kessler. He's the uh, the seven foot one rookie draft, just recently drafted out of Auburn. They get a, a developing young player, power forward Jared Vanderbilt. He's only twenty three years old. They get uh, another player who's developing. Took a little bit of a step back last year, but I think it's because had a teammate taking more of his uh, opportunities. So he may have a larger role to play in Utah. That's Malik Beasley. And and you've got a veteran in return in Patrick Beverly. But something's got to give there. You have Donovan Mitchell, Mike Connolly, and Jared Butler uh, as, uh, as, as point guards. Um, but uh, I don't know. It could be since Trent Forrest walked, maybe that's okay. But if the the goal is to develop Donovan Mitchell into the de facto point guard, something still has to give here. And uh, again, going back to our friend Tony Jones, who reports for the Athletic. Um, earlier, he said um, he, he was reporting that uh, the the Jazz do not see moving Donovan Mitchell. And this isn't a, a teardown and rebuild. It's a retooling that they have in mind. Um, so not, fans shouldn't feel like this is uh, uh, tearing things down and they're going to be bad for a little bit before they can get good again. According to Tony Jones, league sources say, for now, there are no plans by the Utah Jazz to trade star guard Donovan Mitchell Jazz are committed to building around him. Jazz are not done in trade talks. Expect more activity. 435-339-0321, your reactions to the deal today. Look, Rudy Gobert has always been loyal to the Jazz, was always of the mindset that he didn't need to go chase free agent dollars somewhere else. He wanted to build something special in Utah, and I've always applauded him for that and admired him for that. Uh, but uh, he just got traded away, and I will always admire and root for Rudy Gobert from a guy who we didn't know what we were getting in him and who spent time in the G League in his early years to a three-time Defensive Player of the Year, multi-time All-Star and uh, All-NBA guy. Sad to see him go. But the Jazz are getting... A lot more assets here to try to play with to improve their team because it was clear that the team was flawed. Uh, and it's a big challenge now for their new head coach, Will Hardy. And uh, voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke, provide a little bit more of an insight on who Will Hardy is on one of his recent Locked on Jazz podcasts. You know, he had low Division One offers. The story is that his mom said, you got a chance to go to the, one of the best academic schools in the country. You should go there instead. It's, you know, it's wildly expensive. Um, but I think that, that also probably tells you a little bit of kind of where he came from and what he was brought up into of what's important. He, the story is incredible. The story is that he finishes, uh, Will finishes his four, he's finishing his four years at Williams and he really wishes that he could stay in basketball. And there was a guy by the name of Kurt Tong, who was a former Williams coach who also been an athletic director at a bunch of Division three schools, including Pomona Pitzer. What's interesting about this story to me 
is that Kurt Tong at this time is probably about 64 years old. And he and his wife, Will has somehow embedded himself with this guy, Kurt Tong, who's the former Williams coach and former athletic director of a bunch of these programs, and his wife, who are in their 60s, while he's 20. And he's going to their house and doing chores with them. He's having dinner with them. He's hanging out with them. He's super close with them. To me, that tells you also a little bit about who Will Hardy is. The end story is how do you like create opportunity for yourself by just being curious? But this is a curious mind who's valuing people around him, who's look, you know, who's take like who at 1921 20, is suddenly in, it, you know mentor taken in a mentor like we all think we should, but we don't do. And so this guy Kurt Tong, he says, you know, Will says to him, I just want to stay in basketball. And Kurt Tong says, well, I have a friend. I'll call him and see what I can do. Well, the friend happens to be Greg Popovich because Will Tong was the athletic director of Pomona Pitzer when Greg Popovich was Division Three head coach at, at Pomona Pitzer. By the way, like, did we just get the next Greg Popovich? I don't know. But that is an interesting, you know, parallel that you have this kind of tie. And he hasn't, he wasn't a coach of Division Three, but that's, that's, you know, it's probably a stretch. He's the greatest coach ever. One of the greatest coaches ever. But anyway, it's... So now Will gets this connection and basically Pop says, Kurt Tong is such an interesting man that if he tells me to hire a young kid, I'm going to take him. Um, And Pop's reaction was, he's a good learner. He became someone who understood what was important as far as winning and losing and more than that, development on an individual basis for a player. He spent a lot of time in the gym over the last years with Chad and Chip England, watching the drills, techniques, and how we approach the young kids in what we call a vitamin. What they do every day over and over again. And what caught Pop's eye in a story wrote was how young players responded to Hardy. Before training camp, players would come in voluntarily to begin work. Hardy ran the gym while Pop and staff watched. What they saw was the interaction with players and how they listened to Hardy and used his advice he presented. Pop said, quote, they respected him. He knew how to do that, work with players without being too authoritarian. They wanted to learn from him. So here's, so that's Hardy's formative life. High school, probably a little bit of, you know, I don't want to call it failure, but probably dying six six thinks he's going to be a D1 athlete, gets low offers, decides to go D3. There's no kid who walks around the house going, I want to be a D3 athlete, has that disappointment, takes advantage of the Williams environment, gets that, uh, that unique academic, I'm telling you, crazy uh, environment, and then now gets this opportunity and goes works with Pop. Okay, so there's more to it than what he says. I highly encourage you to go find the, the Locked On Jazz podcast with David Locke. Uh, so he shared some interesting in, in backstory and history of who Will Hardy is and what he might be bringing to the Utah Jazz. Another quick timeout. Uh, when we come back, some final thoughts about this uh, conference realignment. And it ain't over, folks. Uh, first, though, a reminder about Napa Auto Parts. When you pull into one of their... Uh, stores, they got five of them between Preston and Providence. You know they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or the right, uh, right uh, wiper blades. If you need it, they'll even help you install it. That's Napa Auto Parts. For the second year in a row, Advance Heating and AC is honored to be named Gold Medalist for Best of Northern Utah in the AC and HVAC category. They thank you for your support and vote of confidence in their company. 
You have many choices when it comes to your home's heating and air conditioning system. Make sure you choose the gold medal winning company, Advance Heating and AC. Call 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advanceheating-ac.com. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. Independence Day sale starting now until July 5th. Double dip with up to 30% off select appliances plus save up to $800 on our exclusive mail-in rebate with GE, Whirlpool, Beko, and Maytag Kitchen and Laundry Appliances. We haven't seen rebates like this since before the pandemic. Take advantage today. See store for details. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open till 6 on weekdays, 5 p.m. on Saturday. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. If you're about to turn 65, you have been bombarded with so much mail and pestering phone calls. Ditch the junk. We make Medicare easy. We will answer your questions and get you the information you need. We are your health insurance specialists. Call 752-9493. Having local health makes all the difference and there's no cost to you. We're here for you now and in the years to come. Call 752-9493 or visit lssins.com. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us or even talk with us about a loan for your farm or business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally. Now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Uh, one of the great traditions of summer in Cash Valley is a Cash Valley cruise-in. Going on right now at the Cash County Fairgrounds. Concert tonight, parade tomorrow night. Go see the classic cars at the Cash County Fairgrounds. 40th anniversary for the cruise in. A um, couple of texts coming through. I want to get to those. Uh, five, six, three, four. I hear the Jazz are looking at trading for DeAndre Ayton. I-, I think that may be a possibility. They just got rid of a great, great center. And the best rim protector they have left is a guy who spent time in the G League and on the injury sidelines. Uh, other than that, they've got an undrafted free agent and the guy that the that Minnesota took well originally Memphis but then traded to Minnesota and Walker Kessler who is described as an elite rim protector who could be something but it's that's young no matter what it's young and inexperienced in that uh, low post position for Utah so I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to make a play for some other center somewhere and we know that DeAndre Ayton is not happy with uh, his situation in Phoenix uh, nine three one five. Getting back to your question, how does it affect Utah and BYU in conference realignment? Well, certainly affects Utah. Not having UCLA and USC in the mix affects the the makeup of the Pac twelve. I don't think it bothers BYU at all. But uh, Pac twelve today announced that they have given the green light to anybody who's interested in applying to be a part of their conference. They are going to look at it. They are open for expansion and are looking at how they can replace. Those two great uh, pieces from Southern California. It's going to greatly affect their TV negotiations. Not sure anybody in the available market really fills that void, but uh, it absolutely affects the Utes. 
Um, might affect BYU if the Big 12 gets poached or somehow they merge. Anyway, that's going to do it for us. Hope you have a great 4th of July weekend, everybody. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. NBA free agency officially begins tonight at 6 Eastern. This year's class features some talented players. Jalen Brunson, DeAndre Ayton, Zach Levine all have the potential to help out a team in a big way. And the way this offseason has played out, many of these top players could be on the move. The Knicks long rumored to have a heavy interest in Brunson. And after all the drama in Brooklyn, the Nets are now one of the favorites to land Ayton. But you don't need to land one of the top free agents to improve your roster. Free agents Bobby Porter and Kevon Looney both played integral parts in securing their team a title over the last two years. So if your team misses out on some of this year's top free agents, I wouldn't be too worried about it because although this class won't blow you away with star power, there's still quite a few players who can help out a championship caliber team get over the hump and maybe win that championship. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise.